is the Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Hi, right, great to have you. Thanks. I appreciate you stopping by. There's a lot going on. There's a lot to get to, lots to talk about. It is the Joe Pags Show. Chocolate voice along for the ride. Polo getting it done. Sam in the hizzy. Let's go. Um, you know, a, a couple of things happened with Joe Biden today. He, he guessed it was before a certain time. Because if it's after a certain time, he can't do a speech at all. But today it was something about global warming again, climate change again, so, something like that. Um, very odd. Because they keep on talking about it. He keeps on saying it's an existential threat, which means, if you break down the word, it means it is a threat to our existence. It's not. That, of course, is bogus. It's not. And the whole consensus, the 97%, consensus, 97% of those who were asked, those who weren't asked, like, you know, Gregory Wrightstone and others who are experts in the field, do not agree that it's a problem. In fact, they think that everybody else is lying. So this whole existential threat thing is just really dumb. But what bothers me, and it should bother you, is that the person who is allegedly the leader of the free world, the resident of the White House, keeps on showing up on a microphone and looking like he's half dead. And, I mean, it, in these couple of sound bites I have, in one, he's just coughing and, <laughs> pardon me, and the other one, he just loses his place on the, on the teleprompter. And we're supposed to take the word of this guy that climate change somehow is an existential threat. Climate change is a big problem. I guess he was on the way to go to San Francisco. Carrie, you see him get on the plane? He used the short steps again. Oh, I did not see that today. Yeah. Did yeah, he used the short steps to go out to San Francisco, which is revitalized, cleaned, it's and wonderful. Clean. Yeah. 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 It's amazing. Mm-hmm. By the way, about 13, 14 minutes from now, we'll have Sean Spicer on. Good long interview. We talk about the job of press secretary. We talk about the job KJP's doing. We talk about the RNC. We talk about the presidential race. Uh, he and I actually disagree on a couple of things, which is interesting. So make sure you stick around for that. we got that coming up for you. But let me give you a couple of sound bites from Joe Biden out there today. Get it done for the American people. Think about that. The hottest we've ever recorded in history. It's an impact. It impact the decades are making because inaction was, uh, there was inaction for much too long. Look, uh, but we're acting now. We have been acting We've come to the point where it's foolish for anyone to deny the impacts of climate change anymore. I don't know what the hell he just said. Carrie, can you report on that, please? Uh, I'm afraid I can't. I may have to listen to that a couple more times. The actions and the inactions. That. Loses his place. Looks like he's going to cough. Then he swallows. Then he doesn't know where he's, what he's talking about. You always know he's lost because he says, look. He'll yeah, stop that, buys, every a, second, that he'll buys say, a couple of seconds of time. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Look. And then he tries PJP to finish does it. that too. Yeah. Okay, look. Well, she also says, we've been clear. I'm going to be clear. We've always been clear. Yes. Oh, I do. By the way, I do ask Sean Spicer about referring people to somebody else. Oh, do you really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. I asked him about that. I wonder yeah. if he ever did that. The yeah. No, short I, I, time I he was I don't there. think he has. I don't think he has. But hmm. interestingly, um, I, I do. I say, you know, like in this whole, they tried to steal a Secret Service car the other day. They tried to carjack yeah. the Secret Service yeah. guarding Biden's granddaughter, okay? Yeah. yeah. And when KJP was asked about it, you know, how does the president feel about this going on and the rising crime? I'm going to refer you to the Secret Service. I knew you were going to say that yeah. again. The Secret Service is did. not going to talk to us. That's what she did. That's what she said. So let me give this sound bite again. Okay. Maybe what he says makes more sense than I think, hmm. but it could be just my ears had an issue. Think about that. 
the hottest we've ever recorded in history. It's an impact, an impact the decades are making because inaction was, uh, there was inaction for much too long. Look, uh, but we're acting now. We have been acting. We've come to the point where it's foolish for anyone to deny the impacts of climate change anymore. I don't, I don't get it. I mean, honestly, at this so, point, why doesn't Dr. Jill just come out and read whatever's on the teleprompter and say, the president would have said this? Hmm. I don't It's the inaction of the action. We've, they've been in action look, for a long time, but now we are acting. Look. <laughs> what uh, I mean. but now, here, here's one that's, uh, this one actually gets to the point. The Chips and Science Act I signed last year. <laughs> Excuse me. I signed last year. Excuse me. <coughs> I signed last year. Tip top health. Oh my goodness. Vibrant. That doesn't sound good at all. Vibrant. <gasps> Tip top health. Oh. Getting her done. Mm. Getting her done. <laughs> and, and again, if you comment on it, you're making fun of an old man. Or if you comment on it, he had a stutter as a child. If you comment on it, he has a small cough, which is the problem. If you comment on it, what about Trump? You know what I mean? <laughs> I know. It's true. Yeah, it's true. Mr. President, do you that, still have the COVID? I mean, why didn't somebody yell that out? Why do they just sit there and take it? Something. Nobody asks him anything. I, I don't know. He should not have been talking. Once again, Joe Biden making it clear. The Chips and Science Act I signed last year. <laughs> Excuse me. I signed last year. Excuse me. <coughs> I signed last year. Nothing to see that here. It almost sounds like he was getting ready to throw up a little bit. What, what's that, that? That noise that he made. What's the? What's my rule? We don't say vomit, throw up, or puke on this show. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what do you want to say? I don't know. I didn't want to say it, but it kind of hurl. Sounded, oh, hurl is much better. Okay. Spew. No, I don't like spew. Mm-mm. Chunks. No, 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 no. That he needs to go home. Yeah, have a cup of tea. It's important that we. <laughs> Look. Doesn't sound good. The man, he's ill. He's on the way to San Francisco now. Yeah. Talk with China's dictator. Yeah. Going to go gonna go hang out with Xi. You know, he went to the Tibetan hill 17 times or something. What, did he always go to some Tibetan mountain or something with this guy? <laughs> I don't remember. What? I don't remember And again, that. this was like early in the morning. You know, he got on the plane and he went to sleep. I, I don't understand what we're looking at here. And nobody says a word. Can you imagine if Trump came out heaving and coughing and sound like he was going to Oh, my goodness. Gonna spew? You, it would be horrible. And that'd be nothing. We'd be, all be talking about it. The media. There would be nothing else to talk about. But how bad the president sounded. How bad Trump sounded. Is when he Biden dying? Got this alleged, what does he have? Is he going to spread right. it to somebody? I mean, yeah. When Trump had the doctor's report from Ronnie Jackson, the then White House doctor, they asked Ronnie Jackson, who's now a U.S. representative, they asked him, any cocaine in his system? Does he have bone spurs? How overweight is he? With this guy, they come back with a clean bill of health. They went, oh, nothing to see here. This and, guy who actually and, went to the bathroom on himself at the Vatican, according to all the reports from Italy. He's fine. Not an issue. Come on. Go ahead. I was going to say, I wouldn't have heard anything about it. 
I haven't heard anything about it in the news today. Carrie, until, he's fine. Until you, well. Hmm. You didn't know about the coughing fit? Nobody I, even told no, you that? I, no. Nope. All your vast news it. sources. Nope. I haven't seen it. I have not seen it all day. Mm-mm. Look. Uh, it's <laughs> not important. It's <laughs> fine. <laughs> not to cough up a lung. Excuse Mm-mm. me. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can hear a little, little something, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm telling you. <sighs> Leader of the free world she, right there, you better buddy. better be careful tomorrow. Leader of the free world. She's going to be like, I'm not going to, I don't want to get, uh, she is literally from China, and he's going to be afraid of getting COVID from this guy. <laughs> okay, you know what I'm saying? I mean, this is, I mean, at some point, when do we say to ourselves, okay, the game is up. It's like a game show, right? Got to be a game show. This isn't really the president, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It is. It is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, mm. something like that probably happened. Mm. Right, Sam? I can't so, confirm that. At least Sam doesn't think those are funny. Carrie, Carrie likes that noise. You've got a household of men. They must think farts are the funniest things going. Well, yeah, when they were little. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. They, they still think they're funny. We never grow out of it. Uh, I guess maybe Really? Not. Don't it's be that late. You know, my mother did that crap once disgusting. until I caught her farting <laughs> once. Then it was over. It's like, really, Mom? Nice one. Uh, I'm kidding. Can't bring that That's right, Sam. Grandma let one go, and I heard it. I don't believe that because she literally raised me, Carrie, to say, "Women don't fart. Women don't Women do that." Fart. <laughs> I've said that, that is a yes. lie because, and I was like, "Caught you." Oh, eight 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 nine four one pags. JoePags.com. Sean Spicer. When we come back, let me tell you about Eden Pure. They've got the great Thunderstorm three pack on sale right now. Going to save a bunch of money. It's the best selling Eden Pure th- uh, Thunderstorm air purifier. It uses proven oxy technology. Quickly destroying viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. They've sold a ton of these, hundreds and hundreds of thousands. Why not get yourself some of these right now for your house? Any smell is going to vanish after just a few seconds with it being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more. Anything you can think of, they're going to take care of it. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules. They seek out and destroy odors. That means behind and under furniture, nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And best of all, no filters to buy over and over again, saving you money. Start enjoying your home again. It's several thunderstorms like we have. You're going to know where they are. You can smell the fresh, clean air that's being pumped out by the thunderstorm air purifier, no matter where it happens to be. Go right now and save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack for the entire home. Three units for under 200 bucks. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS. Save 200 bucks. EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code is PAGS. Shipping is absolutely free. Get these right now. Sean Spicer when we come back on the Joe Pag Show. Joe Pags. Great to have you along for the ride. Thanks a lot for stopping by. Glad to have this man back. He's the former White House press secretary. A great dancer, by the way. An author, a show host. It's Sean Spicer. Sean, how are you? Good to see you. I'm great. Always good to see you. It was uh, amazing to see you in person at Mar-a-Lago last week. Uh, it, w- so it was much, so much fun. So much so much time virtually. It's finally nice to to see people in person and to uh, to get to chat such. So that was great. It was great because you and I have known each other several years now. I consider you a friend. We've never met in person before, which is always interesting. Now, I don't know how we, we got to go to that $18 million mansion and go. Oh, like- I told so just so you know, I had Dinesh on my show the other day, and I said, I thought you were inviting me. And when I got there, they said, here's your tray, sir. Go get those people a drink. <laughs> By the way, I'm having my Sevia. 
No, listen, yeah, I turned you on to the Zevia. We've got it going over here, too. You know what's funny? And Zevia is going to hate that, that we're doing this because we're conservative guys. I know. But when they heard that I was drinking Zevia and talking about it on my show, they said, we're going to send you a case. It's going to have every flavor you could ever imagine. Then I think they looked me up, and it never showed up. It's <laughs> they like said, the opposite of Dylan Mulvaney. Right, they exactly. Were... If, I dressed up, if I dressed up like a woman, I would have had three cases delivered to my house, right? Right. No, no, it's true. I, I – uh... I, I think there's certain brands where I don't say I like them, and then I'm like, wait a second. If I say I like them, they're gonna have to come out against me, and then they're gonna cancel. <laughs> so I usually, it's funny. I, I keep my uh, my opinions to myself on half of the stuff that I like. No, I'm I'm with you, and and it's and it's sad that we should have to do that because of our our, our beliefs and our and our value system. I, I joke about it being an 18 million dollar mansion because obviously it's worth hundreds of millions of dollars. It's on the intercoastal between the intercoastal and the, and the and the Atlantic Ocean, and it's 20 acres. You can't buy an acre of land on Palm Beach for 20 uh, for 20 million. So the whole idea that Letitia James has called it 18 million right. or the you judge called it 18 million, it's, it's just not, it's stupid. It's not, it's not even just that, right? It's a it's a I don't know what it's a for-profit thing. I mean, I, I don't know. It's a club, but it I mean, it's an, it's a, it's a profitable operation. It brings right. in a ton of cash. The, at least the last time I checked and it's probably gone up since, but after I left the white house, they had uh, upped the initiation fee to 200 grand and then you pay a monthly and you got a minimum or whatever. So just do the numbers on, on that. And you realize, plus, you know, it's, it's got rooms that, that members can, um, you know, like a hotel, uh, take out for the night. Plus, obviously, I mean, and my point is, is that like on its face, I bet you it, it yields more than 18 million a year, probably. Oh, absolutely. And if he ever wanted to sell it, just the fact that it was Trump's mansion, that would add uh, extra value to it as well. The whole thing is a witch hunt in New York. We know that. Sean Spiker, uh, Spicer.com, Sean Spicer.com. His show is on the 1st at 6 p.m. You can find the podcast everywhere. I've been lucky enough to be on there. We're talking about me coming back on this week, possibly. And I appreciate you doing that. L- let me ask you about the press secretary job, because I'm watching Karine Jean-Pierre, and I'm really confused. I don't think she ever talks to President Biden, but when you were in the job, I know Donald Trump. I guarantee you talked to him two or three times a day so that he knew what the narrative and what the message was going to be, right? Oh, yeah. Actually, I think you just put your finger on something. I've been uh, sort of tweeting at members of the press corps for going on two years now. And this is even pre-Corinne Jean-Pierre when Jen Psaki was still there. But I now think, to your point, even more so with her. I think a question in the press briefing room should be, when was the last time you spoke to the president? See, I'll tell you an interesting story, if I can. Please. When Saki was there, you remember, and I can't, I, I'm going to forget his name for a second, but you remember the press secretary that was dating the reporter from Axios, and he yelled at a political reporter, and they fired him. And he had been the traveling press secretary to on the campaign with Biden and Mrs. Biden. I, I, can't, think, I can't think of his name either. I can't think of the guy's name. Um, but anyway, it doesn't matter. He's yeah. very close to the Bidens. And he he goes off and yells at this political reporter and blah, 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 because Biden said on the first day, if anybody treats somebody, blah, 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 I'm going to fire him. Well, so when they fire the guy, they ask Saki, you know, was the president informed? And she says, no, it was Ron Klain, the chief of staff. Now, I'm thinking to myself, you're going to fire the principal deputy press secretary who had been the campaign press secretary for the Bidens during the campaign, the whole time they were hunkered down in the basement, they have a very close relationship. And no one even told the president of the United States or got his okay to fire the principal deputy press secretary. That to me was a big tell right off the bat uh, that this is a White House where the president isn't really communicating. To your point, I probably talked to President Trump five times before 10 a.m., uh, and in many wow. cases before 9 a.m. 
so the idea that I, 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 the, the chief of staff is running that whole thing. Now, there's a handful of other people that I actually wrote about once before about who actually calls the shots in this White House. But that Corinne Jean-Pierre doesn't speak to him. She has no, no, there is no way that she has any knowledge. And beyond that, she's not even the press secretary. Really, it's John Kirby. She gets up there, says something, and then turns it over to John Kirby. Yeah. Um, and, and that's, I, I was talking about this with a former White House colleague of mine today. And I said, you know, what's funny. I used to get in all of these stories from the media about whether I was up or down or whether the president was happy or sad or whatever. Right. And now you have a press secretary who literally is physically layered. They send out a babysitter. And there hasn't been a single story saying Corinne Jean-Pierre unqualified for the job in over her head, being layered by John Kirby, can't handle the pressures of the job, whatever it is. Right. And I, I keep thinking to myself. Wait a second. I remember I went on military duty and I talked to the president about this. And for those people who haven't served before, you don't just show up. You have to right. schedule it. It goes into a system, blah, blah, blah. Right. And so this was something that had been planned. And I told the president, hey, I just want to confirm it's still good to go. He was like, of course, Sarah's here. And the stories that day were insane about how I had used my military duty to escape that, that tough question. And I kept thinking to myself, I can show you the date that I submitted this to get approval on the on the Pentagon side to go to work. Right. And yet Corinne Jean-Pierre gets sent out with a babysitter every day and there's nothing. Well, to, to your question, why won't they ask that question? You know the answer. It's rhetorical because they're afraid of what the answer is. They know what the answer is. She never talks to him. She may never have talked to him. And, and what really bothers me about her whole presence in the White House, like she seems like a nice enough person, young, attractive lady, whatever. The first day when she walked out and listed off her intersectionality, that was a, a salvo, I believe, to the media. You better not question me because I'm black, gay, immigrant, so on and so forth. And, and she literally has called herself an historic figure. Yeah. I don't want, listen, I don't want you guys to be historic figures. I just want you to answer some damn questions. Right. That's not asking a lot, is it? No. And that's exactly your point. I mean, they wanted to make it very clear. Two things. One. Much more with Sean Spicer when we come back. Sean Spicer, the former press secretary, is going to get into exactly what the issues are and why the press doesn't ask her any questions, why it's so different between when he was the press secretary, Sarah Sanders was the press secretary, and now Corrine Jean-Pierre is. Much more than interview when we come back. It's the Joe Pag Show. Do not touch that dial. There's a lot going on today. We also have next hour. It's going to be uh, John O'Connor. John O'Connor is a guy who represented Deep Throat. You know the guy Mark Felt? who turns out he was Deep Throat. The number two guy at the FBI was the one who was feeding Woodward and Bernstein all that information. Woodward and Bernstein, uh, I, I throw this question right at him. I, I, not even a question, I made a statement. Woodward and Bernstein are not very good reporters. They never were. These guys were handed this stuff, and the revelations he tells me in this interview next hour, they're going to blow your mind. The revelations about what these guys actually received from Mark Felt whether or not Mark Felt was a fan of Nixon or not, or whether he wanted a gun, and why it ended up going the way that it did. Incredible information you haven't heard anywhere else. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Go there right now. Go follow on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, email. You can send us an email from there. Go to TikTok. It's Joe Pags. We're up to 160,000 some odd there too. Joe Pags Show coming back with part two with Sean Spicer after this. You're listening to Joe Pags. 